Hey, Housebound Heroes, it's your host, Alex, and today we have a guest on the podcast for the first time. Yesterday, I put the call out to uh, my Instagram followers to see who would be keen on joining me on the podcast. We had a few bites, and so today we get our first guest. Uh, That'll be Erin Saliba, and we just talked about what she's up to, and we did a bit of improv acting. So let's get stuck into it. This is my conversation with Erin. Alrighty. Well, I've got my first ever guest. You know, you're the first guest, Erin Saliba, formerly known as Erin Scott. How are you going? Um, I'm good. I'm very honoured. I'm very honoured to be here, to be the first guest speaker of your podcast. Guest speaker. Um, so we we went to school together, didn't we? But we didn't really know each other. We did. We didn't know each other. We were, I think, three years apart at school. I think two, maybe. Three, two or three. Two years. Two years. And then we sort of went to church together, kind of. But we mainly connected through frogs, which is a common thread in all my friendships at the moment. So, um, yeah, that's kind of a bit of a background on that. But I guess, you know, you're, you're a housebound hero. You're, you're, you're staying home and saving lives. How has oh, yeah. this whole situation affected you? Uh, it's been interesting. Well, like, you know... We're newlyweds. We live in a two-bedroom unit, so it's not very big. So you don't really have much space to be in your own space and you can hear everything. And the neighbourhood we're in is just full of kids, which is great, but you can tell that they're starting to get bored because it's just like every day there's children just everywhere congregating, even though they shouldn't be. But, you know, it's really interesting just to see how everyone's dealing with it. And But, like, you know, we're stuck inside. But thank God we have a cat. If we didn't have a pet, I feel like it would be very hard to be in such a small space without something else to distract us but we watched tiger king as i feel like a lot of people have watched we've mm. watched you know countless news updates actually it's really, we watched watch this counter on youtube which tells you about how many covid cases there are around the world right now oh, and yeah. then it has like a list of all the countries like a counter yeah and you can actually see like who's like got the highest amount and like what the rates are for everything. It's just fascinating to watch. It's mm. it's a very grim thing to be um, interested in, but that's helped us pass time. Um, what else? Cool. So in terms of like terms of work and whatnot, how's that sort of been? Uh, I lost two of my jobs. <laughs> yep. And then my third job is teaching at an acting school and we've decided to go online this term. So we're kind of navigating that and working out how we're going to make that work. But um, I think I've worked harder in the last week than I have the whole term there because it's trying to come up and reinvent a business, which I feel a lot of people are doing, trying to reinvent their businesses and how Mm. that's working. Yeah. yeah. I think that's been cool seeing how innovative businesses have had to become, like their hands been forced to actually try new things. And I think it's going to make it better in the long run because then people are going to find ways of doing things that they would never have had to do before because they've never been forced to do it. And now it's like, oh, maybe this is a new business model we could use. So yeah. I'm interested to see what happens after this. Yeah. And you guys, um, you and Luke were sort of in the process or have been in the process of putting a, a film together. Is it a short or fit, fit feature length? It's a feature length film. Oh, cool, um, yeah. We, yes, it's taken us, this will be our third year of working on it, I think, yeah. So for Feb 2018, the film was completed, like the script was completed. And then we spent about 12, 13 months just getting funding and getting uh, investors behind it. And so we got private equity and then we made it in May last year over four weeks. And then since June last year till now, 
it's been in post-production. So that was like all the sound, all the music, video effects, color grade, credits, everything that mm. takes a long, long, long time. So that's happened. And we just got it back when COVID was announced as like, oh, it's an epidemic. So that's when all the cinemas decided to shut. That's when all of the film festivals we were going to enter into cancelled. Um, but we're in a really good position because if we had have made the film when we wanted to make it, which was a couple months earlier than May last year, we probably would have been in the process now of putting it in cinemas and we would have spent a lot of money on marketing and it all would have gone for nothing and there would have been nothing we could have done about it. So we're actually in a really good position because we've got a fully completed film and we've yet to start all the proper marketing apart from bits and pieces on social media, but like to actually invest into that. So we're in a really good Mm -hmm. position because we haven't released it yet. So thank God for that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know. There's a couple of film festivals who are like, oh, we'll still go ahead at the end of the year. But like, who knows after this, like, are we going to be able to gather in big groups again? Or is it going to be a slow thing? And yeah, so it's an interesting time to have made a film. (laughs) But I'm really glad that we hadn't released it yet because that would have just been terrible. That would have been awful. Yeah. yeah, I suppose whilst it's not great timing, well, if this is to happen at all, this is probably the best time for it to happen because if it had have happened when you were trying to shoot it, that would have been oh, very hard. Um, I couldn't so, imagine. You know, it's not ideal, but the timing. Now, no. I've got, I was doing some research as, as all good podcast hosts should do, like do a bit of research yeah. on the guests and I went on Facebook and I was like, I want to see our friendship and I came across this photo. If you go on Messenger, I'm just sending this photo through now and now because it's a, an audio sort of platform that we're working on i want you just to de- i'll describe the photo it's sort of loading through now but um essentially what you what you'll see is a nice sunset sort of background there's a ute um like a bit of a canvas sort of uh shelter and underneath a young Aaron scott um just ready for a first camping trip do you remember this Oh my God, wasn't it New Year's Eve? Yeah, New Year's Eve, 2012, going into 13. And we found a bag of potatoes. Do you remember that? Yes. Someone at the campsite left potatoes and we decided to make wedges over the campfire. And then there were these other campers and I went to them to get salt and pepper because we had nothing to flavour our food with. And I'm like, I was going to have roasted potatoes with nothing on them. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And back then, and I've said this before, I don't even I didn't even really know you. You were just my no, friend's girlfriend that, we... that just happened to come along. <laughs> Not funny. I really feel like that is where our friendship possibly was forged. And then everything else kind of dropped off and then, <laughs> and then we realized, you know what? Actually, we have a very similar style of humor. And I think that's why we get along so well. Yeah. Well, I thought we should, we should trial a bit of this humor um, because you are, you're, you teach acting. I don't act at all, but I thought we could try and do some improv. Um, we can be some characters and I've got a few different scenarios here and they're all, um, like social distancing kind of like COVID-19 themed. Um, so the first one, um, is one of us can be a toilet paper hoarder at the shops. Um, and the other one's just a normal shopper. Uh, that's actually maybe maybe one of us can be a, a Coles or Woolies worker. So maybe okay. I, I feel like you're probably you look like, you strike me as more of a hoarder, and I can be the little the. the, the <laughs> I don't the, know whether to compliment Alex. <laughs> and I'll be the stock um, stockist. So basically, what's happened <laughs> is 
you you've come to um collect some toilet paper and there isn't any mm-hmm. even though you've already got mm-hmm. quite a bit and i'm mm-hmm. i'm the bearer of bad news and you're going to d- tell me what you really think about this whole situation so um okay. so missy okay. you're right are you, are you have um, you found yeah, what I can't seem to find any toilet paper. And it's a little bit concerning because the last four supermarkets I've been in, I've been able to get a 24-pack of Quilton, but it doesn't seem like you have any here. So what's happening? Oh, yeah, we actually sold out. We were quite busy uh, this morning. Um, we've, we've sold out of toilet paper. Is How? How do you sell out? Well, we, we get a certain amount delivered and normally it's right for the amount that's purchased, but lately there's been an increase in demand for some reason. Right, right. So when will you be getting more in? Anytime soon? Um, I, I just worked the floor. I, I don't know. Sorry. Oh, well, that's not good enough. I'm going to have to speak to a manager, actually. Thank you. What was your name? I can't read uh, your name, Tad. It's Sean. 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 Yeah. Well, Sean, I have to say to you that I've got four more supermarkets to go to before I round back here. So if by the time I'm not at the other four supermarkets have come back and there has not been a restock of toilet paper, you will be getting a letter to your manager. I can't mm. believe how rude you have been to me today. So rude. Tell we have um that. we have napkins if that helps. We have some napkins. I've already got plenty of napkins at home. I don't need them for what I need them for. Thank you. Are you being smart? Uh, I'm sorry. I thought I, I was just trying to be helpful. Yeah. Well, obviously, very helpful. Can't find what I'm looking for. Well, I'll be back, and and, and you'll know about it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cut. Okay. Cut. All right. Um, I felt a little bit attacked. Pardon? Well, the thing about a hoarder, her name was Karen, and hoarders <laughs> do attack because they're defensive because they have something to hide, which is that they're very selfish and they've also got a high amount of anxiety. And the way that they work that out is by taking product off the shelves and taking far too much. Actually, really funny. You know how there was the old people's hour at supermarkets? Yeah. My friends, Nana, would go every day and buy a 24 pack of toilet paper. <laughs> Every so her house is just full of toilet paper, so it's like so you can oh, make your toilet paper. Like, I've got my toilet paper every day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I bought a bidet, so I don't even really need toilet paper anymore. Yeah, how's it going? I'm really intrigued. As to, are you renting? Yeah, you you buy the seat and then you just plug it plug it into like the tap in the wall, and you can just give yourself a little <laughs> squirt squirt afterwards and. Result? Good, the, bad the cleanest butt in all of you. <laughs> so many people can't wipe themselves anymore. All right. Yeah, wow. Okay. This is the next one. Um, this one you might be able to relate to a little bit better. Um, husband and wife, Gary and Wendy, they've been self-isolated together at home for three weeks now. Um, and they're having some, yeah. some disagreements. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take on Gary. <laughs> you can be Wendy. You're my, you're my lovely wife. I don't know. You can kick this one off if you want. Can we be, 40, can we be mid-40s? Yeah, mid-40s, obviously, with a name like Gary and Wendy. <laughs> Let me just have a think for a second. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, from, I'm from somewhere in England as well, just so you know. Okay, good. Gary, I have a bone to pick with you. Not now, Wendy. I'm working. Working? Working? You're always working. What are you working on? Just, I've got some spreadsheets I need to fill out. This is the eighth time this week I have told you. I have told you not to leave your clothes on the floor. I told you, Wendy, I'm getting paid to fill out spreadsheets, not put clothes away, right? I'm getting paid to work from home, not to do the housework. That's your job. 
I beg your pardon, Gary, and I wish I was getting bloody paid to be married to you, you ungrateful slob. Wait, do you want to go now, back to the UK? Do you want to go back? I, I wish I could, because at least my family's there. Fine, go, go. I can't. We can't leave the country. It's illegal. I'm so, I'm so sick of, so sick of this. I just wish I was at work. Gary, that doesn't look like a spreadsheet to me. Right, I'm allowed to take breaks and I'm clearly not getting any of this from you at the moment, so... Is that words with friends? Who yes. are you playing with? Who's, who's Sally? Who is she? Marketing, she's from marketing. Sally from marketing and you're it's, playing words with friends and you can't even... It's work-related. Whatever, Gary, I'm going I'm for wondering. a walk. I'm going for a walk because it's the only thing I'm allowed to do now, isn't it? Can't go out to bingo with the girls. <laughs> go, out. go out then. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I like your I like accent. That's a good accent. I started like at the start, I was like, do I, am I also British? And then I was like, no, I don't have my skill. It's a skill. I, don't, yeah. I can do any accent you want. I could do it. Don't okay. know about different parts of England, but. <laughs> um, so the last one I had here, and it's, it's, I don't know if it's a real thing or not, but I like to think that it's a real thing, that there's a social distancing compliance officer that just does like calls to people, um, just calls them up and just checks that they're actually social distancing. Um, so Siri. I don't know if this is a real thing, but I want this to be a thing. One of my friends said he was working in a social distancing hotline, and I wasn't really sure what that entailed. But basically what I'm going to do, I'm going to call you, and I'm just going to be making sure that you're, um, doing some of the right things. Um, so, all right, I'm ring, 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 ring. Hello. Hi, this is uh, Gary from the social distancing hotline. Uh, is this, am I speaking to Miss uh, Saliba? Saliba? Sorry, what was uh, Yes, this is Miss Saliba. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, I've just got a few quick questions. I'm calling from the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, or whatever we're called now. Uh, just wanted to check, when was the last time you washed your hands? Um, I think like half an hour ago. Okay. And uh, how many times did you sing happy birthday when you did so? <laughs> you, sorry, who is this again? Who am I speaking with? Uh, it's, it's Gary from the, the social distancing hotline. Uh, we're just a, a little uh, group of people that call you people to make sure that they're obeying the new standards set by the government. Um, who are you with okay, at the moment, uh, by the way, may I ask? My husband. Is it so just your husband? There's no other people at that house that we should be aware of. Okay. That's good. Good. Tick. Um, all right. Uh, and what are some things that you are doing at, with yourself at the moment? Um, we're doing a lot of washing and uh, Netflix actually. Have you watched net? Do you watch Netflix, Gary? Look, I'm actually working at the moment. I'm an essential worker. I'm assuming that you're not an essential worker and that's why you're home. Um, well, actually, yeah, Gary, I lost both my jobs this week, so... That's strange. It says here that you actually have um, a hex debt for nursing. Uh, are you a nurse? Shouldn't you be working? Oh, actually, I dropped out after two years because I found it very boring and didn't really suit my personality, but that's okay. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you're regretting that now. I am because I probably would have a house and a mortgage and um, I wouldn't be, um, you know, stuck in a two-bedroom unit. Oh, look, this is getting a little bit personal and emotional now and, and, and we're the government. We don't really care for that. So I'm just going to hang up right now and uh, call the next person. So make sure you're washing your hands, stay safe, stay home. Don't go out for any other reasons. Um, and maybe get yourself an essential qualification. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>
<laughs> wow, that went too real. <laughs> Didn't know where that came from. Last night to my mum, the police turned up at her door. Really? Two police officers turned up at my mum's door because my sister went over with her boyfriend to check on her. I think she was dropping something off. And one of my mum's neighbours called and said there was three people at my mum's house. And my mum last night like answered the door and these two police officers were there in masks and they gave her like a warning because there was more than one person at her house that like someone from it wasn't a part of the family so it was okay for my sister to check on her but because my sister's boyfriend was with her it was illegal mm. you should probably shouldn't be doing that should you? <laughs> yeah you know people <laughs> you can cut that out if you need to but i'm like How crazy is that people will dob on you people people will I, yeah it's like being a hall monitor. Like, you know, what do you, do you have a reason to be out? Can I see your note? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I'm like, who on my mom's street was literally like sitting at the house being like, oh, there's two people across the, the same person with 150 rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> they looking through them like binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, uh, uh, look, I reckon that's some sufficient content for this episode. Um, so thank you for... Well, we have to Keep a set of it out, but that's fine. Look, um, (laughs) we're gonna wrap it up there. We can we can keep chatting if you're not doing anything, but uh, I won't record (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Um, so thanks for being uh, on this episode of Housebound Heroes. It's been uh, thank you, Alex. I really appreciated the time. Um, your improv skills are great. Thanks for uh, cutting out some time between your Netflix and your washing. Um, very very kind of you. My pleasure. Well, there you go. That's my conversation with Aaron. When all this stuff sort of settles down and things go back to normal and you see Paper Champions is out, go and check it out. Go support local creative industry. Uh, Support my friends. That's more important. Coming up, we've got a few more interviews over the next few podcasts. So I'll be doing them over the next few days. If you are interested in jumping on and chatting about anything, just let me know and I'm keen to have you on board. If you've got some agenda to push, I don't care. Come on, push that agenda. If you just want to talk some smack, have a bit of banter, come on. Let's uh, keep each other company and enjoy this time at home to be a bit creative and try something different. So until next time, stay home, stay safe. See you, Housebound Heroes.